0: Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and
1: we hope you'll enjoy. Well, let everything that hath breath... How about, let's try this, let everybody that's got breath... You know, there are days, some days you wake up, and some days are easier than others, some days are harder than others, but I tell you what, every day that you wake up and you've got breath... You've got a reason to praise the Lord. Can I get an amen in this house? We have something to be thankful for. And we're so grateful to God for his goodness in our lives. Amen. For bringing us together today, even on a morning when we have to lose that hour of sleep. And uh, you know, you might feel like you're a little bit behind, but I tell you what, we have so much to be grateful for. Can I get a big amen? And can we give God a big clap offering of praise in this house this morning? Come on, somebody help me. If God's been good to you, give him a shout of praise. Amen. Well, praise God. It is so good to have you out on this morning. Again, we thank you for being out, especially on a night when we, uh, we've lost an hour, but you guys made it and pressed through, and we thank God for you. We're so blessed today, so honored to have uh, our dear bishop from Ghana, West Africa, in the house, and uh, amen. It's been our privilege through the years to be able to go there from time to time, to serve God together with them, to watch this ministry grow and explode, and watch it get bigger, and just uh, Bible schools and churches, and uh, I won't even try to give you all the details, but if you've been here for any length of time at all, you know that uh, we are so blessed and honored to be partners ...in ministry with our dear Bishop, with his family, with Linda, with all those that are, are laboring there. Many of you have been from time to time, and uh, you know the, the ground there is such good ground. And uh, we're so grateful for it, we're so grateful to be able to partner together with it. But uh, we want to welcome him into the house today, but not only that, he's going to share the word with us. And then at the close of the service, also we want to uh, receive an offering for him. So the offering buckets will be here at the end. You make your checks out to Life Church and uh, we'll see that everything that comes in in the offering at the end of the service goes directly to him. But would you join me in welcoming Bishop Joshua Holder to our platform today? God bless you, dear brother. Thank you. God. Thank you. To be here. Amen. We love you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.
0: Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Our eternal father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the breath of life. We thank you for Jesus, the savior of the world. For father, if it had not been the Lord, we would not have been here today. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for life church. We thank you for the leadership of this house. We thank you for our pastor, life, our papa. We thank you for our grandfather, Dick Braswell. We thank you, Lord, for all the leadership of this house. We ask you, Lord, to have your will in our midst and be glorified. We bless you, we praise you in Jesus' name. And may the house of God say amen. Amen. I feel so humbled to be introduced by my father. (laughs) And I bring you greetings from the land where God resides. I don't know by America, but God lives in Ghana. Amen. And that's why we are so blessed. And that's why the Europeans wouldn't leave my country. Because my country is blessed. And I'm so honored to be here this morning. And thank you for all your support over the years. Thank you. We are grateful. We are indebted to you. It's only heaven that can reward you for all what you have done for the nations of the world. One church reaching many nations. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Well, um, I don't know where to begin, but the work in Ghana is doing well. Pastor Dick was there. Uh, Where is my grandpapa? (laughs) You see that? There in there right there. (laughs) Ah. Well, he was there in January. And man, we had church. Woo! We had church. And it brings to mind, you know, when the man died and the man was being buried and his, his, the dead body fell on the bones of Elijah and so much fire was in Elijah's bones, the dead man walked up. Yeah. Papa has so much fire in his bones, you know. And when he's in Ghana, they don't want to hear me preach no more. We all ask for their grandpapa. But we have one question I brought from Ghana, and they want to know when, when. When are you coming over, Papa? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the ministry is doing well. Um, Faith Academy, right now, our baby is doing well, Amen. and our school children, right now, first grade, second grade, third grade, and fourth grade, are sharing on the radio. The good news of Christ. Yes. We began last month. We had our first radio program. That was on the 9th of February. And we are trusting God that it will continue. But God is blessing the work. Because I have been taught from Life Church that together we are better. Yes. Amen. And we are doing exploit for the kingdom of God. So good to come back and see Mother Minnie in the house this morning. Amen. I miss big auntie, but thank God Mother Minnie is here. And the beans are here. And you are here. And I am here. And we all are here. Amen. Then let's open our Bible to Joshua chapter 3. That's my grandfather Joshua. Chapter 3. And I'm reading from the New King James this morning. Joshua chapter 3 beginning from verse 1. And we'll read verse 1 to verse 4. And then we'll take her from there. The Bible said in Joshua chapter 3 verse 1. Then Joshua rose early in the morning. And they set out from Asha grove. And came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel... And the Bible says, and lodged there before they cross over. So it was after three days that the officer went through the camp. And they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God. And the priests, the Levites bearing it. Then you shall set out from the place and go after it. Yet there should be a space between you and the ark about 2,000 cubic by measure or half miles. Do not come near it that you may know by the way which you must go. For you have not passed this way before. For you have not passed this way before. The Bible tells us that there were two crossovers in the Bible one recorded in the book of Exodus, that was when Moses brought the children of Israel to the Red Sea, and they had to cross the Red Sea. And it is told that they crossed from slavery into liberty. And there was a second crossover that we just read in the book of Joshua, and that was Joshua crossing them over into their inheritance. And people of God, there is going to be the third crossover and the third crossover will be that of you. I ain't talking about you dying. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about God working a miracle in the life of his people that would cause them to cross over. You see, God is interested in you. More than you think of yourself. More than I think of myself. And God will work a miracle that will cause us to cross over into our destiny. To the place where God has destined us to be. There will be no obstacle That will stop us from crossing over. Even though there will be the Red Sea. There will be the Jordan River. There will be bankruptcy. There will be illness. There will be unforetold situations. But God will work a miracle. And the miracle will cause you to cross over. Because when you cross over, it will give you a testimony. And your testimony will bring others into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. God will put a testimony in someone's mouth in 2019. So that the unbelievers and those who have not believed God. And those who are adopting God will hear of your testimony. And they will give their life to Christ. Hallelujah. And it will not be because of who you are or what you have or who knows you or who have put you down. It will be because of his grace and because of his mighties. Hallelujah. People of God, the body of Christ will never be a laughing stock to the world. Now, I don't care how you feel. I don't care how you, how you consider it. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with feelings. All because of him. So God will give us a testimony because your testimony will glorify God. If God had not crossed Israel over Jordan and conquered Jericho, there will be no testimonies. Hallelujah. And when I was praying this morning, the Lord reminded me of something very important and He reminded me that if I had not survived the war in Liberia and come to Ghana and do what the Lord is causing me to do, I could not have stayed here today to share this message. But because he worked a miracle, oh my God, because there was a miracle, I can stand and declare that you will cross over. You are going to cross over. Glory be to God. That situation is not your limit. That situation will not stop you. That trouble will not stop you. That financial bankruptcy will not stop you. They may repossess your house. They may repossess your car. Nobody may seem to know you. Nobody may seem to know your name. But God will work a miracle. And you are going to cross over. I mean we are going to cross over. Now shake your neighbor very hard. Say expect a miracle. Shake your neighbor. Shake your neighbor. Shake your neighbor. Tap someone, tap someone. See, expect a miracle. You're going to cross over. He said, for you have not passed this way before. You have not passed this way before. You have not experienced this thing before. You are about to enter into a new career. You are about to make a decision. You're about to travel. You're about to enter into a new relationship. You have not passed this way before. You have not passed this way before. So God said to the children of Israel, since you have not passed this way before, let the ark go before you. Keep your eyes on the ark. Because the God of all the earth presence is in the ark. And when the ark goes before you, Ain't no demon that can stop you Amen. Amen. no obstacle will stop you they will try <laughs> but they will be disappointed <laughs> because the act of the lord goes before us hallelujah people will be amazed by what god will do with some of our lives People will not understand what is happening and what has happened because some have taught that nothing good will come out of us. Who is that little boy, Joshua? Pastor Dick met him in a little village with a thatched roof over his head. No floor on his house. But you know what? Nobody knows the mind of God concerning your life. Amen. Amen. And when the thing you have come to the end, you have just begun. Hallelujah. So people of God, they will come and ask us, how did you make it? By what means you made it? And it will only be that I kept my eyes on the ark. I don't know how I made it, I don't know how I got the job. I don't know how how I was healed. The doctor gave me up. Parents gave me up. Church folks gave me up. But I kept my eyes on the ark. I kept my eyes on the ark. And there's deliverance, there is healing. There is breakthrough, yes. Papa. We shouldn't be alive today. But there is healing in the ark. Yes. There is breakthrough in the ark. Yes. Keep your eyes on the ark. God said the most to Joshua. Joshua, I will be with you. As I was to Moses. So I will be with you, Joshua. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. Joshua, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. But one thing, Joshua, be strong. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6. Be strong. Verse 7. Be strong. Verse 9. God. Overemphasized. He said, Have an be strong? <laughs> Keep your eyes on the ark. Deuteronomy chapter 9 1 to 3. God is speaking to his people. Hear, yeah, O Israel, you are the cross over the Jordan today. And go into dispossessed nations greater and mightier than yourself, cities great and fortified up to heaven. Verse 2. A people great and tall, the descendants of Anakim, whom you know and of whom you heard, it said, Who can stand before the descendants of Anak? Therefore, understand today. That the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them, bring them down before you. And you shall draft them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord your God has said. God is speaking to us today. 2019, God is speaking to us. And this is what God is saying. I will go before you. you, And how am I going? As a consuming fire. Now let me ask a question. Who can stand before the fire of God? If no one can stand, then nothing can stop you. You are unstoppable, Pastor Dickwell says. You are unstoppable. Nothing will stop us. Because God said, I go before you as a consuming fire and you will cross over the Jordan and you will dispossess nations that are mightier and stronger than yourself. Why? So that after you have dispossessed nations, it's only God who will get the glory. Amen. If you could do it in your strength, there ain't no testimony. If you have the finance to do it, there's no testimony. If you have the wisdom to do it, there ain't no testimony. Whatever you can do is not a testimony. But what you can do, what you cannot do, and you can only do it because of the power of God and by the grace of God, then you have a testimony. And you can stand and declare to the world, I serve a living God. And God will put testimonies in the mouth of his people to declare to the world that he still lives and he reigns and he's forever and he's coming back. The world thinks that they are winning. They're not winning. I love what you said this morning, brother. I will preach it. Anything you compromise to get, you compromise to keep. And when you compromise, you will be banged. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. How do we cross over? How do we cross over? Number one, we cross over when we keep the ark before us. You see, I love reading about the ark because the ark was a beautiful piece of furniture. The ark was overlaid with gold. The ark had two cherubims. One on this side, one on the other side. And both wings faced inside the ark. And between the cherubims there was the mercy seed. And that's where God and man met. So we say that's where divinity met humanity. At the mercy seed. And in the ark, it was so unique that in the ark has Aaron's rod. And it had the two tablets with the Ten Commandments. It had a golden bowl with manna that God fed them with in the wilderness, which is a type of Christ, the bread of life. So when you keep the ark before you, you keep the presence of God before you. And when you are led by the presence of God, nothing stops you. You know, people think that are part of the political situation in our country because in our country we have thousands and thousands of unemployed graduates. People with degrees, they are unemployed. But by the grace of God, when our children completed school, they never sat home one day in need of job. They completed college, They got jobs, well-paid jobs. And one of my daughter's friends was making fun and said, tell your father to please talk to someone so that my brother will get a job. And then she came and said, Papa, the thing that you work with the political, somebody up there. I said, don't tell them that I don't. Keep it. (laughs) But God is so good. God is so good. That he makes a way where there seems to be no way. Yes. When thousands and thousands are looking for jobs. Yes. And there is no job. This little country boy from nowhere. Children. Are having job. Yes. And Pastor Woody visited my house. And Sister Brandon visited my house. They will tell you my children are working. When thousands are unemployed. What am I saying? Keep the ark before your face. That's how we make it in this world. Because this world system is designed to destroy us. Jesus said the thief coming not but for to kill, to destroy. And But he said, I have come that thou may have life. So the world system is designed to steal, to kill and to destroy. But when we keep the ark before our face and keep our eyes on the ark you know what? The world system will not destroy us. It doesn't mean we will not have ups and downs. We will have ups and downs. We will have trial days. We will have curves. We will have slopes and slums. But you know what? We are going through. It will go through. Jordan will be there. Yes, Jordan will be there. But put your feet in Jordan and it will dry. It will dry. But you will keep your eyes on the ark. So God said to Joshua, Joshua, take the ark before the people. You know, Moses' generation took the eyes of the ark. Mm-hmm. Numbers. Numbers, 13, 14. They took the eyes off the ark. and know what happened? They were all destroyed. They were all destroyed. And God rose up two young men. Thank God for one called Joshua. One called Joshua, one called Caleb. And God said, you know what? This time we're going to do it a different way. Keep your eyes on the ark. Keep your eyes on the ark. So how do we cross over? Number one, keep your eyes on the ark. The presence of God. The word of God. Keep your eyes on it. Number two, how do we cross over? Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. And I love this one. Matthew eleven twelve, 12. Jesus said, From the days of John the Baptist until now, The kingdom of heaven suffer violence, but the violent take by force. So number two, how do we cross over? By being desperate. You can't be passive and cross over in this world. You see, desperation gets God's attention. Desperation can change government. Go to Egypt and ask. Go to Tunisia and ask. When people became desperate, the time over chiefs and the time over government. Desperation. You see, the church has become too passive, we are too quiet. God said, Open your mouth and I will fill it. Yeah. Fill it with what? His word. Yeah. Jesus says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, but the violent must take it by force. Yeah. There are many examples in the Bible of people who became desperate. And they got their results. We see one in the book of Genesis, chapter 32. Genesis 32, because of time. This morning, when I walk in the foyer, the first thing I was told by Daddy Billy Bain be careful with the time this morning. Thank you, sir. I hope he's not listening. (laughs) Genesis, chapter 32. I love, I love, I love this account of Jacob. I love how desperate he became. Beginning from verse number 24, because of time. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. 25. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hips. And the socket of Jacob's hips was out of joint. As he wrestled with the man. And he said. The man said let me go. For the day breaks. But Jacob said. I will not let you go. Unless you bless me. So he said to him. What is your name? He said my name is Jacob. He said your name shall no longer be called Jacob. But your name shall be called Israel. All these years. It was a nation in the man called Jacob. He was carrying a nation. He was carrying a destiny. But he did not know that he was carrying a nation in him. His name was Jacob. A croak, a teeth, a laughing stock. But when Jacob felt something moving on the inside. He felt that there was more to what was he called. He felt there was something more that he could do. So Jacob got hold of this man. He said, now I got the opportunity. Oh, you will bless me. And the man said, Jacob, no. He said, uh uh-uh, I won't let you go. He knocked him on the hip, took his socket out of joint. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the pain and the agony Jacob was going through? But Jacob held on to him. He said, you hit my socket. I don't have my foot, but I won't let you go. I still have two hands. I won't let you go. Why? You must bless me. You must bless me. You must bless me. The man said, what is the name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, no, your name shall be called Israel. People of God, don't die with that vision in your spirit. Don't die with that vision in your heart. Let it come out. There is more to what your eyes can see. Let it come out. Well, I don't have the education. Look at me. You think I have some? I ain't got no education. Well, I don't have the money. Well, praise God for myself. But you know what? When you can get hold of God and put your eyes on the act and get to God and tell God, God, there is more. Even when child still or rebels come after you, God will still deliver you. Jacob said, I won't let you go. Unless you bless me, Ooh, we. <laughs> the man said, What is he? he said? My name is Jacob. He said, ah, You are more than Jacob. The name said, called Israel, yeah. and the day we all run, one to go to Israel, yeah. amen. But you yeah. know what? It came out of one man who refused to compromise, it came out of one man who said, I will hold on, I will hold on, I will hold on, I will hold on. And you know what? We don't know how many hours. How many hours Jacob wrestled with this man? We don't know. And sometimes when we pray one time and we don't get the breakthrough, we quit. There is no quitting in this thing, people of God. Quitters are not winners. And winners are not quitters. When I went to Ghana, I was introduced to the refugee camp. A man of God, honorable man of God, he said to me, he said, Well, you know, there's a refugee camp there, you know, and that's where all the Liberians are going. (laughs) Papa, you know what I did? With all respect, I smiled. (laughs) That's all I did. I just smiled and I thanked him and I left. Because I realized that I was not a refugee. You know, people will sometimes want to decide your destiny and decide your fate. But sometimes you have to rise up on the inside. Let that righteous indignation rise up on the inside and refuse to accept what people put on you. There's a man in the Bible called Jibbets. His mother named him Jibbets. But you know what Jibbets said? He said, oh God, that you will bless me. Although my mother called me Jabez, Although, but God, that you will bless me. And that you will enlarge my cause. And the Bible said, the Lord granted unto Jibbets. Yes. A man of God said to me once, he said, you know, Joshua, Jesus said I will build my church and our Bible school. Well, I must admit, it almost sank in. But Papa Brasso was in Ghana at that time and I told him, <laughs> 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 Papa said, what a stupid thing is that? <laughs> 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 and then something told her I said, Yes! People will put you down sometimes. That's right. That's right. But you, the Bible according to your faith, right. so shall it be. Right. The second example I want for us to look at oh, man. And this was the time when three nations rose up against the children of God in Second Chronicles chapter 20. And they could not withstand the three nations. And they did not know what to do because the nation were mightier than themselves. They could have overrun them and wiped and, 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 and them off the face of the earth. But in Jehoshaphat' desperation, he proclaimed a fast. And he called all Israel men, women, boys, guys, babies, all. Desperation gets results, people of God. Yes. When you become desperate with God, God hears. That's right. amen. Amen. That's right, amen, God. And look what happened here. You have to Second Chronicles 20, 14. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jahezel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benat, the son of Jehiel, the son of Martinia, a Levite of the son of Asa, in the midst of the assembly, and said, listen, all you Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat, Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, nor dismay, because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but the battle is God. 17. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. All Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them for the Lord is with you. For the Lord is with you. But when did God speak? When did God speak? When Jehoshaphat and all Judah became desperate. God looked from heaven and in the synagogue, in the temple, all them men, all them women, all them babies, everybody hungry. saying, said, God will wait on you. God said, uh-uh. Something wrong. I must act. Spirit of <laughs> the Lord came upon the seven. He said, "You the fight. The battle is not yours. You are put in my hands. I will fight for you. People yes. of God, people of God, let's be desperate yes. in these last days. Yes. Yes. We can't keep our mouths closed. Yes. Come on. Oh. You know, you are a Christian, and nobody knows you are a Christian." Huh? Huh? You can't keep quiet? Let them know if they're not ashamed of that devil, who should not be ashamed of our God. Let me give you one from the New Testament. Oh, I love this one. There are so many. There are so many. There are so many. Let me give you one from the New Testament. Oh, but a blind man called Bartimaeus. All in Mark, Mark chapter 2, 1 to 5, talks about the man who was paralyzed, taken to Jesus, and the room was filled, they could not enter, and they let the man down to the roof. They became so desperate. But let's look at blind Bartimaeus. Mark chapter 10. Forty-six. Oh, this is my kind of man. Mark 40, Mark ten forty-six. Now they came to Jericho, as he went out of Jericho. We had disciples, and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Forty-seven. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 48. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be calm. Then they called the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus, ans- Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to Jesus, Rabona, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. And the same thing Jesus said to the people in Mark chapter 2 that let down the paralyzed man through the roof. Jesus said, your faith. Your faith. But I love the accounts of blind batting because there are so many ways we can connect it to the time that we live in. He was blind. And many were comfortable because of he being blind. Many were comfortable. Many were comfortable. And you know, when you are down there, many will be comfortable. When you walk in luck and you have nothing, many will be comfortable. But when the law began to elevate you, many will be upset. People will not stand your prosperity and your success. Your success will envy others, will provoke others. And people will criticize you. But when you were down there and nobody knew you, living in happy hills, nobody knew you. They were comfortable. But now you have moved to Hill. They're not comfortable no more. So it was with blind Bartimaeus. When he was blind begging, they were comfortable. Because he depended upon them. And they were throwing some coins. So they were comfortable. But he hoed about the son of David. And you know what? This man had a revelation. He did not say, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, thou son of David. He went into the covenant. Yeah, he was using the covenant name. Jesus could not pass the man. The man did not say, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Thou son of David. He went into the archives of heaven. He used the covenant term. Jesus stood still. Desperation. Guess attention. Jesus said, break him. And I believe all the critics were saying, this man is stink. He has not taken a bath. He has not combed his hair. He doesn't have a hair blower. (laughs) Jesus said, he has called by covenant name. And I just cannot pass by this man. Break him. But you know, Jesus asked a very important question. What do you want me to do? When I read it, I realized this. You, me, will have to put a demand on heaven. Nothing leaves heaven until something leaves the earth. When we can put a demand on heaven, heaven will respond. Jesus asked the man, what should I do? Jesus saw the man was blind. He knew the man was blind. He knew from the birth this man was blind. But Jesus said, what shall I do? Because it is written, Acts. Be given. Seek. You will find. So believers. Brothers, sisters, mother, fathers. When we can keep our religious mouth closed, nothing will happen. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Desperation gets resolved. If we will cross over, one, keep our eyes on the ark. You know, in Joshua chapter 3 verse 5, God told Joshua to sanctify yourself. No, Joshua told the people, sanctify yourself. For tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders among you. And I believe we need to walk in sanctification so that God will do wonders in our lives. So number one, if we will cross over, if we will have a testimony to tell the world of who God is, we must keep the ark before us. We must keep the presence of God. Never become too busy. To occupy. That we cannot pray. We cannot read the word. We cannot spend time with God. Never become too busy. Because the world system. People of God is powerful. It's strong. We cannot defeat the world system. Because the God of this world. Is Lucifer himself. He manipulates and controls the world system. We cannot overcome it in our strength. But when we keep our eyes on the ark, we will overcome, we will prevail, and we will win. Secondly, we must become radical Christians. We must become desperate. I love my Nigerian brothers and sisters. Oh, we criticize them for being so aggressive. But you know what? They get resolved. I love them. I wish I was a Nigerian. They get resolved, man. But my brothers, my sisters, my mothers, my fathers, in these last days, we must become desperate. Stand your ground. Know what is yours. Know what God has promised us. Know who you are in Christ. Put a demand on heaven. Tell the devil, this is not my destiny. I refuse this. Because greater is he who is in me he who is in the world. I am in the image of Christ. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am more than the conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. With this attitude, no demon will stop us. History will speak of our crossing over. History will record our testimony and God will be glorified. God bless you. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can
1: visit us at life-church.org.